0: Time to talk agriculture now, and joining us online it's Bruce Reynolds. Good morning to you, Bruce. Good morning. Neil. No question about it. We've seen plenty of storms over the last week. Uh, what impact has it had on agricultural production, specifically the apple crop?
1: Yeah, look, we've had a couple of big storm events in the Orange region. Of course, on Tuesday afternoon, there was a huge storm in Orange itself. Um, I, I could see it from the distance, uh, we hardly got any rain, rain where we were um, But um, yeah, some hail on that storm, some big hail on that storm But not a lot The bigger storm, or the, the one that had a bigger impact was Saturday uh, Which also had hail in it, particularly in the Nashdale area So there was um, a fair bit of hail uh, Particularly probably north of Cargo Road Sorry, south of Cargo Road. i get a to roll around. North of Cargo Road seemed to miss it. South of Cargo Road seemed to, to cop a bit of storm activity and uh, that ha- hail, and it has caused some damage to uncovered crops that didn't have hail netting on them. Okay. How
0: effective is hail netting? I mean, does it, does it work? Well, in this case, it did.
1: As in the reports I'm getting in, is that any block or any row that was covered with hail netting Um, the hail didn't get underneath. So, yeah, the fruit was protected. Where there was no hail netting, uh, there has been some damage. But again, um, the the producers are... On those small sections that weren't netted, I think because most of the, the fruit is netted in the district these days. That's still in production. That um, yeah, they'll do some um, thinning or picking to to get any damaged fruit off the tree before um, the harvest comes up, which is not long away. We're only probably a couple of weeks away, maybe three weeks away from uh, picking galas in this area.
0: Okay. All right, uh, let's talk about fires. After our talk last week, we saw a few fires across the area. Any major ones?
1: So there was a, a very substantial fire well burnt in timber. And so it took the Canobolus the zone a fair period of time to bring it under control or contain it. And that was uh, just north, northwest of Cowra. I mm-hmm. think it burnt about 400 hectares in the end. But it was just in very rugged country. Uh, and it actually ignited just after we, we talked um, last week, uh, last Thursday. So it started, but it, it took to earlier this week before they actually controlled or contained that fire and controlled it. So, But there have been a lot of other lightning strikes. Um, look, on Tuesday afternoon, I believe, particularly in the Bathurst area, um, there were a lot of lightning strikes that started fires. And there's still a risk even today as it starts to warm up after yesterday's cooler conditions that there may be lightning strikes that still ignite. The one good thing is with lightning trackers these days you can pretty well say keep an eye on where the lightning activity was and I'm sure there'll be some aerial surveillance as well as observation. So if you do see smoke rising from an area I've been better off to call triple O and report it. Um, and hopefully, um, yeah, that's, uh, no substantive fires take off after the storms have finished passing through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, interesting that we are getting so many storms this time of the year. Normally it's an
1: October thing. Is that, Would that be fair to say? Uh, yeah, look, as in October, November through to December is your normal heavier storm season, but at this time of the year you can still get severe storms. As in, during the summer period you seem to get those very severe thunderstorms with convection uh, and there was a trough that did pass through or a couple of troughs that passed through in the, in the last week and uh, with them you, you but it's very hit and miss again as in, uh, you know, you, you can be within five kilometres of the centre of the storm and practically get no rain maybe a little bit of wind. So it. Yeah, it's really that hit and miss, where it hits, it's hit fairly substantially.
0: Okay. Uh, let's turn our attention to the cherry crop. Now, finally, uh, you, last cherry crop, you've been able to have a bit of an analysis of it. Uh,
1: what were the yields like? Well, overall in the district, it looked about two thirds of normal, around that 60-65% yield of normal. Fruit size was bigger, but I was speaking with one orchard just over a week ago, and he told me he had about 10% of his normal crop. So it was patchy. Some people probably had a little bit more than that, 65 or so percent. Uh, some people, as I just mentioned, had much less, but overall, about that, that 65% mark, which is, is uh, okay, and the fruit size was pretty good, Which and you get paid for, for fruit size, which is a, a good thing, I suppose, you could say.
0: And what were the prices like after Christmas?
1: So, yeah, the market did come back a little bit, but look, overall, the feedback I've got again from orchardists was that they were pretty good. So they were reasonably happy. There was concern that once we got into the new year, that the market would come back heavily, and luckily, because of the, the, the reduced crop that was about three weeks late, of course, um, the yields the prices were, were okay and you know, producers got reasonable returns.
0: Okay, now our cousins down there in the southwest around Young, how did they go? I
1: have had that described to me as superb year. Yields were down, like like orange, since so both both areas were down, but they had the pre Christmas market and that's where prices were very, very good because of the lower yields. Victoria had a very light crop this year, so there was a shortage of cherries around Australia. And so young young capitalised, I suppose you could say. So they call themselves the, uh, the cherry capital, and I think mm. they capitalised this year, or were lucky to capitalise on high prices and reasonable quality fruit.
0: Okay. Bruce Reynolds talking agriculture with us this morning on the show. Thank you, as always, for the insight, sir. Catch you soon. Thanks, Neil.